Hey all, and welcome to Top 5. Today's a good episode. We're talking about Disney villains today. And we have a special guest with us. We have Sarah. Hello. And then, uh, of course, as usual, we have Squeaks. Squeaks! We have Jonathan. Hey, hey, y'all. And I'm Frank, as always. Uh, Alright, so our judge today is going to be... Squeaks, and we're hoping there's yes. no bias because no bias. he happens to be married to Sarah. We have no relation. Best decision <laughs> of his life. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. All right, and any kind of criteria you guys want to throw out there for Disney villains? Um, oh, one thing I was going to ask that I probably should have asked before we started. <laughs> <laughs> if we're including new Disney stuff like Star Wars, because that would drastically change. No. Okay. That would drastically this can't change be list. that, because yeah. then I'm going to be, my list changes a lot. Vader, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So are we But as a judge, no, as a judge, I will allow a Pixar. Okay. Wait, so okay. Is, is our rule cartoon only? I think we should do cartoon only. Pixar counts. But Star Wars still has Clone Wars digital cartoons. Let's leave Star Wars out of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Star Wars Marvel, can have their Marvel own top Star five villains. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be good. Same thing with Marvel. Marvel can do a whole villains one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We did That's DC the, villains. Thanos, right? the best. I mean, snapped fingers, half of all, <laughs> all existence died. Oh, that was a very effective yeah. villain. I think Scar can beat him. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Hyenas. <laughs> 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 did you see those, like, Hitler dance? Yeah, they're pretty vicious. All right. So... Uh, we'll name off our fives real quick, and then we'll go from there. John, why don't you sh- uh, start off? All right. My top five Disney villains. Uh, no particular order. No particular order. Make sure you speak up. All right. We got Hades from uh, Hercules. Nice. Jafar from Aladdin. Mm-hmm. Sean Yu from Mulan. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Well, that's his name. Intrigue you guys with him. Yeah. Uh, Scar from Lion King, and Shere Khan from Jungle Book. I didn't think anybody else would have Shere Khan. Mm-hmm. Nice. Mm-hmm. All right. I've got Ursula, Scar... Hades, Jafar, and Shere Khan. Okay. I have Maleficent, Ursula, Oogie Boogie, Dr. Facilier um, from uh, Princess and the Frog, a lesser known one. Nobody likes that movie. Oh, no. Okay. We'll debate that in a second. Princess Tiana. Okay. Yeah, right? Tiana. Oh, I got to explain Tiana role to you. um, (laughs) We made a whole rule because because of of him. But yeah, no, his theme song, if we were to do, at some point we will do Disney villain theme songs, mm-hmm. his is number one. Mm-hmm. Easily, it's so good. I'll go mm-hmm. watch that movie then. Oh, it's, it's good. <laughs> yeah, and um, Hades. Mm. All right, we got a, we got a couple nice. matching ones. That's good. Mm-hmm. That's good. Mm-hmm. All right, so the way the Tiana Royal works since, since you're new to the game, um, you can't say something more than twice. So say I, say I bring up Scar, and then he, or, uh, he picks somebody other than Scar. So then I can bring Scar one more time. And if Scar doesn't win the second time, it can't be brought up by anybody else. Okay. So if he has Scar as well, then if Jonathan has Scar as well, then he may say, like, I'll drop mine and support your Scar because I know it's the last chance we have to get Scar on the list. Okay. So that, that has to be that important to make the okay. list. Yeah. All right. All right. I'm going to leave it to you, man. Who goes first? Right. First one for number five. Let's go, John. For number one. No, we're doing five up. No, no we do number one. We always do number one. <laughs> first. Wow. Okay. Starting off strong. Number one, then. John. Number one. Right. You've been in this podcast. Uh, Clearly, Eddie yeah, hasn't yeah. been listening in a while. <laughs> um, so I think my number one is going to be... It's it's. So I didn't put them in a very good order because it's so hard. They're all so close. Um, but I'm going to go ahead and go with Scar uh, from Lion King. I think the reason why he's number, my number one... The other ones have uh, goods and bads about them all. But for the most part, I believe Scar was... Um, fighting for equality amongst the animals, the yeah. animal kingdom. Fair. Um, everybody else on my list is just mostly evil, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he wanted to take the throne because his brother was obviously favoring lions, and the lions get the lion's share of the food and the pecking order and all that. And while Scar was kind of shunned and lived with the hyenas, the hyenas were starving and um, well, like a second-class citizen. So that's like, you know, they, they all lived in the ghetto, and that was a minority group. And so Scar wanted to overthrow his brother and take control of the kingdom and make sure that the hyenas get to eat. They weren't even mentioned in the circle of life, too. How yeah, that's pretty that's pretty messed up. Yeah. They're excluded from life. Mm. Yeah, so. you got 12 seconds. Um, he looks pretty cool. He's mentioned in uh, Hercules, or he's referenced in Hercules with his belt. Yeah. Um, I don't know. He's a... Uh, oh, I know it. It, it uh, replicates an entire... Story from uh, Hamlet. Is it Hamlet? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I was never, waiting for you to bring that up. <laughs> I never paid attention to that stuff in school, yeah, so I don't know. Really. Other people say it's important. I don't know. It is. It's Hamlet's, Hamlet's I think, my favorite of, his, of Shakespeare's. Uh, all right, who's next? Okay, let me hear uh, Sarah's. Okay, so my number one is Maleficent. 
I mean, if you just go by name alone. I keep having to think, is she saying that right? Because I don't know if I say it right when I say it. It just means Maleficent, like, mal-evil. It's just Mm. the pure... The essence of evil? Yes, the essence of evil. She does call herself Mistress of All Evil. Um, And she is the way she is because of how she was treated amongst the other fairies because she isn't a pure fairy. Um, and that is from the Disney books, not the Maleficent movie. Do not um, bring that movie up. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I said not the movie. Yes. Um, and, I mean, for patience, because she played the end game on that one. She waited 16 years to get what she wanted. And um, so she... I'm oh, sorry, just checking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so she played the end game, patience. It Evil is not just something you think of when whip up really quick. She waited the long game and she got what she wanted. And so to be the mistress of all evil, turn into a dragon and, you know, prevent all these barriers to happen from the prince to save the kingdom. And I mean, she's a dragon. Like, do you need anything else? And her colors are the coolest. Have you seen the, you have four, any more else? Anything no, else? I'm okay. good. Um, have you seen the very first artwork that the uh, original artist from, from Maleficent did of her like no. dragon form? It's amazing. The prince just came out. And it, there's four different prints from when he first was doing the concept art for her. And they are awesome. Like the, the, It's such good artwork because like the Prince Charming is like a nobody in the story. Even, but yeah. I mean, like, like the way he does the artwork for Prince Charming is just like this little figure that it does such a great job of pulling focus away from him onto the uh, dragon. It's super good. Yeah. I think her as the dragon, I mean, I'm slowing back some time, but she's the head Disney villain. Like, whenever you see anything Disney, she's leading it all because she has, like, a grace and elegance about her evil, and she carries herself well. As a dragon, can she fly? Um, I want to say maybe not because, like... Her wings were really tiny, and yeah. she had a big head well, and little really arms. Used her, <laughs> they never used her to fly either. I'm trying to think of like other things she's like got video games and stuff. Too. Yeah, our, our concepts of dragons has kind of evolved over time. To yeah, yeah. She's more serpent-like in her movements, mm. which yeah. is what dragons actually were supposed to. Which serpents know, go back to evil, pure mm. evil. That's true. Slytherin. She's Slytherin. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> she's she's wizard. Crossing worlds. <laughs> <laughs> Just wait. When Disney buys Harry Potter, oh my, oh my god, <laughs> life will be complete. <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All right, Frank. Speaking of graceful and beautiful, we're talking about Ursula now. Oh, okay. So Ursula, first off, she just straight up made a fair deal, and everything was legit. She just tried to be a good person. She's trying to enable this poor girl who wanted to explore the world and see this. I want to go over how bad Little Mermaid is, but we won't, you know. Mm-hmm. She just oh did a fair deal. She threw, in, she threw in a little bit of a caveat by being a little competition in there, no mm-hmm. no doubt. But that's all fair. And it's it was, you know, all the people, all the little bugs in her cave were people who couldn't understand what the contract was and messed it up. So she's she's legit. And in the first draft for Little Mermaid, she's actually King Trident's sister. Mm-hmm. And in the movie, she's Queen Triton's sister as well. This is, okay. Yeah, she calls him brother at one point. Ooh, I like oh, that. yeah, that's right. All right, that's so right. she was Sorry, banished to a cave. No, that's perfect. I could use it. She was <laughs> banished to the cave. Like, what the hell? For being evil? For being for being an unappealing person. You see everybody else that's in those courts. Yeah. Everybody looks like a stud. Abs. And matter of fact, so much are they outsiders that they actually go to the Sea Witch to try to become skinny, as we've seen in her past. Yeah. So she accepts the outsiders and tries to help them fit in. Or tries to manipulate them. Look, that mm-hmm. is a byproduct. Take advantage. That, mm-hmm. that may happen. She's giving them very clear. You look at the contract; it's right in front of you. If you don't read the fine print, that's your fault. But let me say, since your time is over, too, uh, fair <laughs> deals to the less fortunate people is what created the Great Recession of America. So, oh wow, I'm, just, I'm just saying, fair deals aren't necessarily <laughs> fair deals. Well, we need to bail Disney out Ursula. <laughs> she deserves. <laughs> And if she was, I'm just saying, if she actually had her way and took over the entire ocean, mm. I think it would have been a more equal place. I want to say that you guys keep bringing up equality, but these the only reason why these people want equality was because they were denied at some point what they thought was theirs. So is it really equality from selflessness? They, or is it equality because it's pandering to those mm. like the less fortune Let's to make help this part them. of the five minutes, okay? So, oh, sorry. No, 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 no. I'm just I'm saying. Gonna, I'm ready. Because I'm going <laughs> to jump in on this too. They they see a minority that's being shunned 
for me, it was the people that were considered outcasts that felt that they needed to see witch to find their way. Mm-hmm. And for you, it was the, the hyenas, hyenas that were yeah. literally left out in the, the, the in elephant, the you know, yeah. uh, graveyard. They saw a minority and they needed a base to start from. So mm-hmm. they found their minority. They went to them and then used them saying, not used them. In a, well, no, yeah, use no, their they villains. Did. They're that's manipulators. Most, they're manipulators, but they're bad guys. It's fine. <laughs> but they were like, look, guys, let's t- let's use this base and go with it. Mm-hmm. They needed people. They found their people. I mean, it's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, but Yours did it all on her own because nobody would side with her. Nobody would side with her, which makes her self-created. She didn't need anyone else, and she didn't need to pander to anyone else, which female empowerment, which is really just the rise of her own. She used self-perseverance. She used it. Um, well, I can't even think of the word, but she used it all on her own her intuition and everything, to become great. She didn't need minions. But but just because she's physically able to do that through magic, she's able to do that. If you're not physically able to do that, like a soul lion who's literally the thinner of the two brothers, the reason he's mm-hmm. on the outside. And for Ursula, who is just not attractive or but she appealing. she has magic, too. Fair. Yeah. Through, yeah, through witchcraft. Yeah, yeah you're mm-hmm. right. You're right. But, <laughs> but that's what I'm dead. saying is their manipulation... They, they've used the tools that they have. All three of our villains have used the tools that they've had to become powerful. Mm-hmm. It's just that yours didn't necessarily need anybody else. And our power was manipulation, and that's how they got them in there. Yeah, mm-hmm. and understandably True. so. Ursula uses... Or, not Ursula. Uh, Maleficent uses manipulation as well. She has her little gargoyles and her, her bird. Yep. She does have the minions. She just knows if you want to do a job, you do it yourself. Mm-hmm. Villains aren't good. If you're going to be bad, That's you're going to be bad. No, look, the devil, the devil himself makes deals and only asks that you adhere to them. That's exactly what Ursula was doing. Here's the deal. And, and mm-hmm. I mean, she has her minions, too, that are close to her in other hands. Flotsam, Flotsam and Jetsam. Which does by the her way, dirty work. Which, by the way, best naming ever. Because basically what that is is Flotsam and Jetsam are both different versions of sea trash. Mm-hmm. It's marine debris. Like, how mm-hmm. cool is that for names with two eels that do all your bidding? Like, I love that name. Anyways. I'm going to name two goldfish that. <laughs> Any questions you got for us? I uh, that. Yeah, well, I did until you guys went rambling. Uh, I was going to say, um, do you think Scar was actually trying to create true equality? Because after a while, mm-hmm. you start seeing it, and then it's like, okay, why does it look like everyone's suffering, really? But Well, so that's, so that's, that's one thing, too. Did it actually really work? And it, it kind of, the way I see it, too, is, is after seeing the new Avengers, it's kind of like the way Thanos says, if you kill half of all existence, then there's plenty of food for everybody. Yeah. But if you're trying to feed everybody equally, there's barely enough to get by so you'll create suffering when the hyenas are eating and the lions are eating everybody's still hungry but at least nobody's dying from starvation so it's it's equality but that means the rich class has to learn to live poor like the rest of the poor okay but and then um what was the most evil thing that um your two characters maleficent and ursula had to do you go first what she had to do her most evil thing was putting a spell on the whole entire kingdom by the action of one girl who they had their hope in. Sleeping Beauty or uh, Princess Aurora was supposed to be the hope for the two kingdoms united. So what she said was, I'm going to put a stop to that. (laughs) And she cast because they were all there for the big celebration, both kingdoms. And so she said, I'm going to take both of you guys out with the prick of a finger. So Ursula's most evil thing is when things didn't go her way, typically what she would do is just like, okay, next deal. But she really wanted to get King Trident's daughter. So she went full on like Kraken mode and mm-hmm. she started like demanding the seas obey her and she created a, mm-hmm. a cyclone in the water and she showed her true power, which is something she only does when absolutely needed. She doesn't just whip it out all the time like Maleficent or whatever. And... Um, <laughs> And was stopped by a very lucky ship jabbing her. Like, honestly, the fact that that ship was able to stop her, I think was just kind of like, look, we need to make sure that the good guys win this. <laughs> prince Eric was like the coolest prince at the time, so we yeah. need to make sure he had one. But in real life, there's no way. Yeah, but way. if that can take you down. That would still be, no, but that would still be If a that thing. can take you down. Mm, like 200 saying. years later, we'd be sitting here doing a podcast, we're like, oh, we all know about the Ursula thing that's out in the Atlantic <laughs> Ocean. Like, she would still exist. It was just because they needed something for Prince Eric. Mm. Okay. Okay. So I'm gonna make my decision. Okay. Um, I was really hoping you would say that he scar for scar mm-hmm. that he would kill it that he killed his brother basically. Oh. You, didn't, you didn't mention that once. Yeah. Which no. Like, also, like, oh, not only did he kill made his brother, me cry as a kid in the theater. <laughs> he, had the, he had the restraint and the moral <laughs> aptitude to kill his brother to yeah. take the throne, but not kill his nephew. Next in line, he gave him the grace of, of yeah. you can go survive elsewhere. It was it was his biggest no, flaw as a he villain. He sent the hyenas to kill him. Yeah. 
The hyenas chased that, after to Simba. To scare him away. That wasn't no, necessarily... No, their job was to kill him. They went through the thorns and didn't chase yeah, him. Yeah, if the hyenas weren't mm. drunk that day, they would have gotten Simba. But oh, they were I a little trying. turned. I don't remember hyena boots. <laughs> so I, I was really Look at them. They're drunk. I was, wanting to, I was wanting to hear that, basically. Yeah. Okay. I, I uh, not trying to be biased, but the last argument for Sarah about the whole... Uh, Kingdom. Magic spell in the whole kingdom. You just don't like Ursula and Little no. Mermaid is trash. <laughs> Little Mermaid <laughs> is my favorite princess. So, but uh, I'm gonna go with Ursula. I mean, uh, uh, Melissa on this for number one. First off, we've done top five princesses, and the you are the reason Tiana rule exists. So, don't <laughs> <guess it. laughs> so um, Maleficent's number one for me. Nice, Maleficent. All right, well, I don't have to agree with that, but okay. Maleficent. I'm just saying. I can't even spell it. Look how I'm, I'm like just <laughs> no. not making up letters. Maleficent. I know that male face scent. I don't know. Yeah. Melfacent. <laughs> Just put right. disappointment what's, on what's it for you. Face smell like? It's a All right. Number two. Or right, number four. Sorry. Number four. <laughs> You're so backwards. This We're is number five? Number two. Well, number, sorry, sorry, sorry. Maleficent number two. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. Number one, Maleficent. Okay. Number two. Welcome to the top five. <laughs> All right. Number two goes. Sorry. Literally our first t shirt. One of the founding members doesn't know which one we're going Okay. Number, uh, number, um, Two, Sarah. <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna go so to backwards. Ursula. Um, I know we. This is this is the Tiana role. This is the yeah, Tiana role. role. I'm invoking oh, yeah. it. Okay, okay. She's, if she's um, pulling it in, she has to. I was like, damn, you gotta have a good fight for this one. <laughs> so. I was gonna bring scoring, but um, I do think that Ursula. She like now I can root for her. Thank you. I do think that she again. She played the game of the end game, the patience of it all. She was an outcast by her own brother. And so that is what turned her to being the villain that she was. Um, I feel that she, um, first of all, she's like the trashy aunt. Like, that's a villain. <laughs> I want to yeah. go get a beer with Ursula and we would have a good time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I feel that Ursula, her theme song just, I mean, I know we're not going to theme yeah, songs, but that is a good one. That's a such a one good uh, such a good theme song. I do think her minions that she had with her. Flotsam and Jetsam. Flotsam and Jetsam. Perfect. Because mm-hmm. they just, um, they were so loyal in that sense. And Ursula in herself radiated glamour, even though she was told essentially her whole time that she was an outcast because of her looks. That's true. That's true. And she owned it. She's actually the way she very uh, presents herself. Mm, in, yes, she is. <laughs> the way she uh, presents herself and talks and everything is uh, more of a, like an elegant type of way, even though that she's looks the way she looks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's yeah, yeah, trashy so. drunk aunt. Love yeah. it. I, how great would she be at Thanksgiving? Yes, Ursula <laughs> Thanksgiving would be fantastic. She would be spilling the tea about yeah. all the family members. Your cousin Derek. Can I tell you about your cousin Derek? Oh my god. <laughs> That's because you're fat, Marsha. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, uh, Frank, you're sticking with I'm Ursula. bringing Ursula in on okay. this. This is the Tiana roll last time. You want to add to it? or I'm going to, yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Great. All right. So, yeah. Ursula, she, she's like one of the best well-developed characters, too, because so many Disney, so the like the worst Disney villain, and everybody will like, oh, no, is Gaston, because he's mm-hmm. very one-dimensional, right? Mm-hmm. When Ursula is the complete opposite of that, of that, I like complex characters, and complex villains are the best. Mm-hmm. She's someone who, through her story, she's in the right. She's an outsider who is just playing by everybody else's rules and just bends them, doesn't break them. Mm-hmm. And she's she is designed after the mm-hmm. you know, the, but she's just amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that uh, uh, Little Mermaid is the very first of the golden era for Disney movies, yeah. and I think that couldn't have happened if you didn't have a Disney villain that actually was complicated, had a good story, had somebody that you could slightly root for. Because think of all the Disney villains after that. Other than Gaston, you had Scar, you had... Um, Jafar. Jafar. You had... They're all probably in our top fives. Yeah. It's because it started with Little Mermaid. It started with Ursula. She brought in the dawn of good villains. All right, that's my time. All right, man. You gotta, you gotta really argue this one. Uh, <laughs> not trying to say I'm being biased. Right lay now, down. Kids, <laughs> move on now. All right, uh, that you guys have a lot for sure. So I'm gonna go ahead and go with uh, Hades, okay. Hercules. Oh, yeah. don't ruin this because I like Hades. I, I, right, yeah. uh, Greek. I gotta. I could go with something weak, but I don't think any of mine are weak enough to really sacrifice. So I'm gonna go with Hades, the Greek god of the underworld. Mm-hmm. Um, he is is a villain by Disney standards, but. And by, you know, Greek standards, and he's equivalent <laughs> to our devil, so he's you know, a pretty bad guy. But in the end, he was uh, forced by his brother Zeus to, he was banished to be the god of the underworld. So he was forced to live amongst the dead, and, and he was kind of 
given a, I don't know. What he's do the him? keeper of the dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it was like it was like a punishment, mm-hmm. and so he is doing what he can to, to like make the best of a bad situation, I guess, he, yeah. and become get gain freedom from his enslavement in this place. Um, so. Pretty much, it, it, I, don't, I don't think it's his fault that he's a bad guy. You're not prepared, you're not very prepared for Hades. Yeah, right? I know. This is the most notes you've ever written down, and you're sitting there just like, he's not, he's nice, guys. I, know, I mean, I don't, he's blue, and I like blue. Yeah. I do like how funny he is in the movie. Um, he's like the comical character. I, yeah. I mean, him and his yeah. two little minions are the I love those minions. comical characters. Panic! Yeah. Reporting for duty. Um, but, yeah, I don't know how to debate against really... I will say Hades. literally the same story as Ursula. Yeah, I, I will say no, they're the I don't want to hear same as Scar. No, help. no, no, no. no. <laughs> we're we're past it though. Um, I do have a question though. What were some of the harsh things that Hades had to do to get what he wanted? Um, oh. kill his nephew. What, Mortalize his nephew. What so were the things him, that he had to do along the way to do that? Like name some of the some of the, I don't know the evil that was done in the movie. What's his evil deeds? Yeah. Um, he created that monster to. To kill Hercules again later and destroy the city. Yeah. Um, he had to do that whole, like, song and dance manipulating, uh, what's her name? Meg. Meg. Oh, to, uh, so to take advantage she was awesome. of Hercules I love that to song too. control him. Yeah. yeah. God. Uh, so she's another bigger deal. Meg. Yeah. Because she's kind Meg. of a big... All right, number two is Ursula. <laughs> Dude, I thought Joe didn't come, and here he is. He's right here. <laughs> Joe answered. Oh, <laughs> love you, Joe. That's <laughs> I love you, Joe. I'm just joking around. Uh, Anything else you want to ask? No, no, that was it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I was trying yeah. to get more out of Hades. Yeah, uh, I love that Meg song. We should just do top Disney songs. Oh, that'd be hard. It's so I really, top I Disney honestly could too. do top. Five, well, that's what I'm saying. We need to do top five <laughs> Disney hero songs or Disney songs. Yeah, excluding villains, we got to do top five villains. Yeah. I have a playlist that I listen to here and there. That's just villain songs. It's got Ursula's Sky, so good, Princess Frog. It's got everything. All right, number three now. Uh, let's go, Frank. Okay, number three. Uh, it has to be Scar. This is Tiana for Scar. Okay, Tiana for Scar. It's so funny that we're using Tiana rule on Disney. <laughs> That's great. Okay, so I'm going to start my timer. Okay. Okay, so yes, this is off of the Hamlet play. This is basically a retelling of a Hamlet play. Uh, Scar, this is actually a common theme we're seeing in all the villains, is that Scar is a brother that was banished to the outskirts, and that was only because he's a beta male. And so the beta males uh, throughout all of the human or animal kingdom they don't come in and, to eat here and there. Also, was he the older of the two brothers? No. They don't say. The only thing is that he's the thinner. Yeah. Um, he uh, he only tries to feed the forgotten. They're not in the circle of life. He tries to feed the hyenas. uses them as his base to rise up to power. When he is in power, there's nothing to say that it wouldn't work. They just seriously had like a drought. That's not his That's not his problem. Yeah. You saw the, the grass die and everything like that. That was just a drought. That wasn't because of him. You know, they would blame it on the circle of life, but that's there's no way that that would have been effective. Also, when he's in power, he doesn't banish the people that believed in the old guy. Mm-hmm. When Mufasa, when or when when Simba comes in power, he basically banishes everybody who would like to Scar. Mm-hmm. That's not what Scar does. Scar keeps them in the family. Mm-hmm. He puts them to work. He has them hunt, but that's how it is. They're supposed to hunt. Mm-hmm. So I think he's a fair leader and he's a good villain, and he did it the right way. All right, John, are you sticking with Scar? Or? I'm going to go and go with Scar, too, because okay. it right. makes my job a lot easier. You wanna, you wanna, <laughs> and I already debated for you wanna him. Add, you want to add on Scar? Uh, no. Okay. I'm good. Yeah. After, after Hades, let's let you think yeah. a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I, already, I already said all I could about Scar. Right. Anyways, you guys remember. Uh, okay, Sarah. Sarah, you're uh, number three. Okay, my number three is Oogie Boogie. Please argue this one really well. Okay. Oh, man, this, is the, this is where the bias comes in. <laughs> okay, so Oogie Boogie. Like, just, let's just yeah. start with... The true definition, like, That's for a so Disney awesome. villain of insanity. That's Oogie Boogie. He's, like, a crazy guy. Um, he already, like, says that he is the boogeyman, which, I mean, is everyone's fear, right? Growing right. up as a kid. Um, he's full of snakes and spiders. Like, he's literally the epitome of everybody's fear all wrapped up into a burlap sack. Um <laughs> I came to play, boys. That's pretty good. I'm not going to lie. She's good at this. She's good at this. Um, and let's, like, literally he had no reason other than that he's an outcast as well, which I feel like is the common theme here. But he had no reason to help or help Lock, Shock, and Barrel take Sandy Claus or Santa Claus from Jack. He really was just like, screw it. Let's do it. Like, let's do some bad today. 
So I feel like Oogie Boogie is just the epitome of evil. No motive, no vendetta. He's like, hey, I'm here to play and I'm evil. Okay. So then, uh, if he's, he's a, all right, go ahead. Okay. If he's, um, all evil now, okay, then kind of like the Hades question, what were some of the most evil things that he had to do for the objective that he wanted? So the, I know he, he had that ha- game room too. That was he all had no objective. Show. It was really just like he <laughs> heard Jack had this plan to you know switch up Halloween, and he's such a believer in Halloween mm-hmm. and the the true meaning of the scariness because he embodies everybody's fear. So what he heard was that they were going to change the tides and make you know change Halloween Town to help Christmas, and he was like, "No, we're scary people, so let's change the whole thing that um, Jack is trying to do." And we are going to put a crazy spin on it. And that's why all of the presents ended up crazy. That's why they couldn't find Santa. No, that that wasn't his fault. No, I know it wasn't his fault, but it was the whole chaos, the chaoticness of changing the holiday that Oogie Boogie was like, all right, I'm going to come in here and I'm going to take Santa Claus. So Jack does not have any way of rectifying this holiday. That's the exact problem though. If you look in that movie... You're, either, he's in a world of villains, so it's hard to say that he's the villain. Mm, it could true. easily be said that the professor's the villain because the professor actually is trying to deny love and yada yada yada. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody's a villain in a different version of the story. That's literally the point of this place is that they're the end villain of all these different stories. Mm. He just wanted to keep it the old way. They were open to different minds. It's a disagreement, and but but to say that he's true epitome of evil, they technically all are. That's the well, whole point. Yeah. No. And that's. I mean. But what degree of evil are we arguing? That is where Oogie Boogie really wanted to go after the fears that it, like, he feeds off the fears. And so that is what makes him, the to me, the most villainous of all of them. Because Jack had remorse. Even, um, even the professor, I don't know his name. Even the Frankel, professor Frankel, kept Frankel giving Frankel grace Frankel. to Sally because every night she would. And so that's where Oogie Boogie was like, I don't care the consequences. I'm going to keep doing these evil things. So, okay. But being evil in a world of good <laughs> is better than being evil in a world of evil. You know what I'm saying? Like, That's our true. guys, our guy Scar, had the, the, the tenacity to stand out and take actions to kill Mufasa, his brother, the beloved, and to have his nephew, the innocent, be hunted Wait, down. Hold on. Now, what's the difference hold between... Okay, go ahead. Okay, so. I will say that to the people in Halloween Town, <laughs> the people in Halloween Town... Halloween is fun for them, which is why Oogie Boogie is the outcast, because Oogie Boogie wants to be Halloween he's to be... He's clearly having fun, though. Yeah, he's having fun based on ruining the like the true meaning of Halloween, of being scared, the the witchcraft, the bad part of Halloween. But they love scaring each other, right? Well, they love scaring each other in a fun way. That's why they love so he's, Halloween. He's like their star quarterback. He celebrated. They, well, they he was outcast him, right? because he took it too far. So what's the difference between Scar doing the hit? His, because they sound pretty similar, basically. Right, they're outsiders, which makes a villain. So it makes uh, one villain, in a way, better than the other. Because they seem to have the same objective, in a way. Who are you asking that to, first of all? Just a group discussion. Okay. Yeah. Scar was successful. Scar took the kingdom. Yeah. I don't know what Oogie Boogie Which he also lost. He lost lost due to a hero needs a story. Just like Ursula. (laughs) Just like Jack needed to go save Santa Claus and unravel... Oogie Boogie. Right. So I mean, the stories essentially are the same, which is any Disney movie. Jack, you always if you look at Oogie Boogie, I'll give you this: he was successful in his own right because he did end up actually getting Santa Claus. It's just that he didn't finish the job. Oh, was that? Yeah, was that his goal? Just, was just yeah. capture Santa Claus and it, to stop to stop Christmas. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But but I'm saying that Oogie Boogie is that's I'm going back to my old argument. Oogie Boogie is an outsider for sure, but he's in a world of outsiders. He's villain. He's in a world of villains. Mm-hmm. Our Scar, but is he an outsider? Or in the it, world it, of villains, they, 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 they do. Halloween Town. He is the yeah. one person Jack doesn't like. like yeah, it, it's referred to that Jack Skellington doesn't like. Well, him. and he's also afraid of Jack as well. Really, if you look at the town the way it was, Jack was the the guy bringing something different to everybody. He was the one trying to change the plan when yeah, everybody was, was kind of happy with the way things were. Yeah, and he's so like, he's a real villain. Yeah. Maybe it's Jack. Well, yeah, you know, well, I mean, that's that's that, all yeah. perception right there. Yeah, yeah, if yeah. You, exactly. We're talking about, but if you look, if we're talking about perception. In Disney's perception, Oogie Boogie is the villain of that movie. You go and you see, like, yeah. Disneyland when they promote the villains during yeah. Halloween. Oogie yeah. Boogie is a part of that. Yeah. So he's earned his... Re- Just because you live in a world of bad and villains, mm. 
you can be separated on your own right as a villain, and that is what. But Disney I'm just has saying, done. your degree of of villainy is far less than our degree of villainy. You're almost like a just disagreeing politician his... <laughs> when we're talking about a guy who killed Mufasa. Yeah, he killed I... his brother. Killed the king. Yeah, so he what? killed his brother. <laughs> I can say the exact same sentence, almost with the same inflection. It's you killed Mufasa. I mean, like that's it. And your nephew. I mean, I'm not even. Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Let's not even get into that. Jonathan, not Jonathan Taylor Thomas. <laughs> you killed JTT. We got an issue. <laughs> but yeah, he sent Mufasa, or he sent Simba off to die, and then sent his hyenas after him. Yeah. And it, and it wasn't just, I'm going to stab you in the neck, I'm going to poison you. You're going to be trampled to death while trying to save your son. That's pretty bad. And did you see yeah. the marching that the hyenas did on that during that song, which is one of the best songs? I mean, they are clearly <laughs> motivated by best evil stuff. Yeah. <laughs> they have right. direction. All right, decision number three is gonna have to be Scar. Yes, <laughs> it's it's the Mufasa. You yeah. gotta make sure. It's, Muf- I mean, you did good at least at least I will yeah, say yeah. at least uh, we Nightmare about- Before Christmas is an original story, whereas Lion King is based off of Hamilton, which Hamlet. or Hamlet, yeah. sorry. So which. Story. You gotta say, for originality, and the original poem that Tim Burton made for Nightmare Before Christmas, Oogie Boogie was not mentioned. So he was an own, like his own thought yeah. on his own. Fair. Interesting. I'm just saying. All yeah. right. Number four. Let's go drawing. Okay. <laughs> number four, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Jafar from Aladdin. Let's go with uh, He's pretty awesome. So... Um, end of our end of discussion. <laughs> Good enough. He was awesome. Thanks, guys. Okay. Uh, he's bringing it today, guys. Uh, <laughs> I just love how much how much notes he brought. Way more than he's ever brought. It's it's mostly just scribbling. I write a couple sentences and then scratch it all out. Did you look, draw Jafar? <laughs> trying to make it look like a full page. So I don't get Jafar. So where's dress? <laughs> yeah. uh, but Jafar's story is a, a lot like Scar's, where he's living in this um, city or country or whatever of inequality. Where there's you know starving peasants and uh, he sees that the sultan is just a bumbling fool, an idiot who doesn't know what's going on in his kingdom and has no control of anything. But his guards are really kind of running the show, so he gets involved and starts to manipulate the sultan to take power. Um, and then you know Aladdin, of course, we know finds this lamp and uses these wishes to to impress the princess when Jafar was trying to marry the princess, so he can help control the. Uh, Take control of the land and uh, bring more is that peace and called? equality. Agrabah. Agrabah. But I'm not, yeah. okay. It's Agrabah. just that city. I wasn't sure if you owned like. No, nah, I don't know. Agrabah but town. To uh, to Agrabah town. <laughs> to bring equality and, and peace to the people. Yeah. So I think if you look at it, I mean, there's kids starving in the streets. Yeah, and so you think you know Jafar is bad and Aladdin's good, but like Frank's pointed out to me once before. Uh, Aladdin, when he has the power to do whatever he wants, he doesn't decide to feed the people or make everybody prosperous or healthy or happy. He decides to take full advantage and benefit himself to impress a pretty little princess. So I think it was pretty selfish of him when Jafar was trying to better the people. All right, who's next, boss? Let me just write some notes down. Um, Let's go. Yeah, Frank, give me your number four. I'm bringing in Shere Khan from Uh, the Jungle Book. All right, let me explain Shere Khan to you. He's a lion, or he's a tiger, sorry, Bengal tiger, yeah, in the jungle, and a jungle has a hierarchy, and he's a top, tippity top, mm-hmm. and at this hierarchy, he's basically just maintaining status quo so people can live and exist in this world. Mm. Understandably, he's a predator, and that's fine, mm. but there's an outsider that rules in a town that can throw the balance off, and that outsider is man, mm-hmm. and his entire family was actually killed by mankind, mm-hmm. okay? So Shere Khan says... No humans in the jungle. Was he scarred too? He was scarred, yeah. Mm-hmm. He says, no humans in the jungle. I've seen what they can do. They throw off the balance of things, and they're dangerous to all of you. Mm-hmm. I killed to survive, but they killed to, to, to just slaughter you guys. So he's trying to keep the balance. Then this little man cub comes in mm-hmm. and thinks he's going to run along in the, in the jungle, Innocent and job. some bear and some panther are going to protect him, and the wolves are going to raise him. It's some nonsense. It does, throws everything off. Mm-hmm. And Shere Khan's like, look, we, get, we kill that one little kid. And everything's okay again. We bring it back. Mm. He's evil because he's the best leader we've said yet. Everything's okay in the form that he wants the pyramid to stay in. But the pyramid works. But 
Mm. We see a his bear whole family and a, died. And a bear and a panther that loved the idea of having this. Yeah, this yeah. their families have yet to die. So yeah. His whole family he wasn't died. open so to change. Only, He's afraid of fire because that's problems, what the man brings. Is fire. Only problems between tiger and man. Everyone else seems to agree with having a child live with. And him. he's fine with that. Shere Khan's fine with that. Mm-hmm. Much like Maleficent, he'll take care of the problem himself. He'll kill the man Did himself. Did he? Because he used Ka. Well, cause a little side thing. Yeah, but he used Ka, <laughs> and he, once when Ka did not obey his orders, he was like, he remember he strangled Ka and said, "Hey, you didn't do your job." And Ooh, I will say, Sheer Ka was not again. a strong presence in the movie that apparently he was supposed to be the villain of. Well, if you go to the side stuff and Tailspin, he's a pretty good businessman. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> tailspin. I love to, I love me some Tailspin. <laughs> All right, you got it. <laughs> he's a win. Uh, <laughs> All right, number four, Sarah. Okay, so I choose Doctor Facilier, the uh, voodoo doctor. I love that guy. Um, first of all, he's unique in his own right that he uses voodoo instead of the normal... <laughs> black magic? Black, witch yeah, magic? Witch okay. magic. Um, from... That's <laughs> 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 <is> terrible character. <laughs> okay. Team Voldemort? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Plot Dang twist. Now, now we really just lost. <laughs> Disney by Harry Potter. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I think the cool thing about Dr. Frisilia is he's a villain that isn't necessarily on everybody's radar because he was overshadowed by Frozen. Rest in peace. Um, (laughs) I do think that what he brings is a cool, suave type villainy. Um, I think he has a great theme song. Um, I think the way he uses his shadow friend to kind of do his bidding, he also, (laughs) (laughs) he also, one of the most villainous thing and heartbreaking thing that he did was kill Ray the Firefly. And I think that was a hard part for everyone who watched Princess and the Frog. Yeah. Okay. Someday we'll do top five villain songs and he's one or two. It's funny because I'm thinking like to me, like the least great villains have the best songs. Mm -hmm. So there's him. Not that great of a villain. Just gonna throw that shade. Oh, uh, he is. He is. <laughs> the other one, the villain. I can't even remember his name, but the villain from Hunchback of Notre Dame. That's oh, the best song. Honorable mention. Frollo. Yeah, that was like my number one. He's so. Is. He's such a good song. Yeah. Oh, I did God. sleep through the Princess and the Frog, but I don't remember that song. <laughs> it was really honest. <laughs> okay. You probably slept early. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So I want to hear this argument for Jafar. Uh. I need some key elements on how you felt like he was trying to help the people because when I'm watching it, it just seemed like he wanted personal gain. To be the be the highest, <laughs> but he also at the end was like, "I want to be an all powerful genie." So, where in this movie are you sh- telling me that he cares about the people? So, what you have to see is the situation of the people, not necessarily what he's doing, mm-hmm. but what's happening in the in Agrabah. Mm-hmm. The people are starving. You see that from Aladdin's perspective because Aladdin's one of them, yeah. and you see that you know he supposedly is a man of the people and blah blah blah. But the people are starving, and the guards don't care. The, the guards are there to enforce this strict law of the sultan, but the sultan's just some bumbling idiot that wants to play around with his toys and his animals and stuff. Like, he's not... He, he doesn't really know what's going on and doesn't care. The no. sultan just wants to be wealthy and, you know, play around with his toys. Mm-hmm. So, the fact that Jafar's trying to take power shows you that he's trying to help the city, help rectify the failures of this sultan. Mm-hmm. So, it's not necessarily that he's doing it purely to feed the poor, mm-hmm. but... He sees that his people, his community, is starving and and you know suffering because this foolish sultan that has no comprehension okay. of what he's doing. No okay. understanding. And then uh, Sarah, <laughs> <laughs> please elaborate on the the goal for Doctor uh, Facilier. Yeah, Doctor Facilier. Oh, yeah. His whole goal was to take over and um, using his friends from the other side. His whole goal was to take over. New Orleans and be the king of New Orleans because he grew up poor as well um, based on my Disney wiki notes. He grew up poor as well and that is why he craves that power. He uses the forces from the other side to smooth talk everyone and to rise into power. Is that ghosts? No, he uses the the voodoo. Yeah, it's it's kind of tricky. It's basically, it's like he has an agreement with death, like people that live in the death realm. Yeah, and so Uh, so based on their power. So think of like, because he's basically, he's like a medium or like a, uh, mm-hmm. you know, like a thing with the orb and stuff like that. Yeah. And he'll like say Same. something like, I'm talking, yeah, he, I'm talking to your relative and then like they'll knock on the door or something like that. So it's like an agreement he has with some dead people that are helping uh, him. Yeah. Those so, are yeah. his friends from the, that's, that's essentially the from black the magic of it. <laughs> so good. <laughs> so his minions are like the 
dead the dead people yeah, yeah the dead people from they the come other back side and it's pretty sad mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah and they they come and get him at the end yeah. but i feel like his goal that he is he didn't achieve but that he went after mm. was to become the reigning king of new orleans which he identified as naveen was going to earn that power by marrying that one girl so he said i'm gonna turn naveen into a frog and then uh, I'm going to turn my bumbling idiot into Naveen so I can rule through him. Um, so by using that and the magic from the other side, he was able to start to get that power. You're doing good with the names. Those are hard to remember. <laughs> yeah, I'm more with names. I really watch Disney too much. Now, why do you think that... Ah, oh, man. I need a debate between... I'm sorry, but... I mean, yours is not really in this. Shere Khan? Shere Khan's not in this moment for me right now. He's the only one that's legit, like, a... Okay, hold on. Give me, give me like, another 30 okay, seconds, okay? okay? Okay, He's afraid of fire because it's the thing that, that man yeah. brings, and he sees how upsetting that is. Like, how, yeah. how much it, like, upsets the balance of life, right? And, and here on the other side, you have Louis, who's like, bring me fire, I want to control fire, right? So you have, like, two balancing... Argue, you have, like, two kings of the jungle trying to rule... And one hides in his temple with all of his monkey minions. The other one's out there trying to to control through. He's on the floor. He's out there, yeah. you know. And he's he's literally just trying to keep people this uh, pinned down for their, their own good. It's evil only because we're watching it from this kid that's that's an asshole. I don't want to keep cutting. I don't want to. You know. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but this kid's a problem. If he kills this one kid, he brings back. All of the balance in the, in no, the entire jungle. No, because essentially he's resistant to change because mm-hmm. fire can help. No, he's Putting res- people in the jungle is the wrong kind of change. You know, mm-hmm. so we see they don't fern necessarily- goalie. I mean, it's bad. <laughs> he could choose to not kill the child but return him to his people. Yeah, he right? could. There was he, other but he measures. Needs to, he needs to make sure that it's not, that's not an option. He keeps them at bay in that because you see that little like their village. I, yeah. He keeps them at bay because he's the thing they fear. Mm-hmm. And he so if he them- kills that child, it's way more of a message than sending the child back as in like, we have an agreement. No, he needs to kill that child. He needs to bring the child to the edge of the village and kill him there. Mm-hmm. Keep them locked in. I don't know. No, I feel like he wasn't a strong... Pr- like, even in his own movie, he didn't show up very much. Not a lot of screen time. So you kind of forget about Shere Khan. You see Ka more than you see Shere yeah, Khan. Yeah, is that the tiger That's from the snake. Robin Hood? That's the snake. The snake. No. <laughs> um, but he doesn't like fire and because it did kill his family. And so now he doesn't want to introduce fire and the growth. So essentially, he's hindering the growth of what King Louis could essentially do with the fire by killing the kid. King so Louis is trying is, to control an ability he just physically can't control. Like, he would literally burn down the jungle trying to do that. that. We, we, Have you ever given King Louis the chance to like, play with fire? That's right. Let's, <laughs> let's give fire to a monkey. Just see what happens. Maybe we we'll start a whole thing. space? We planet can't of the, the apes happens. At best case scenario, you're creating Planet of the Apes. Yeah. It's not good for us. And that's King not Louis good. would have more power But Shere Khan doesn't care about us. Right. Shere Khan's just trying to make sure that the things stay status quo because it's working. He sees the danger but of both Louis and he he sees the danger of the of the humans. He's trying to keep the humans at bay because we know we know from history those humans that are in that little village. Fast forward ten years, that village is bigger and they expand and expand. And those people don't the bear, you know the bear Baloo doesn't have a tree to sleep in soon. You know it's, it's Baloo gets something. eaten. Blue, wow. He's got that nice pelt, and then people need some more. (laughs) I'm just saying, he is resistant to change. So, in a villain leader role, which, I mean, he wasn't a leader. Let's go back to... He was a leader in the hierarchy of the jungle. In the yeah, but just as people, basically people, they were the same exact way as the Lion King is yeah. literally Mufasa's exact same kind of leader as him. No, I would I would say that Mufasa was more kind and in tune with the people of the, in his like little ecosystem, whereas Shere Khan was distant from them. You're right. Shere Khan doesn't force them to come and watch him raise his baby up into the sky and okay. force them to do this. Circle and force of life. Them, but he rules with an iron fist and kills yeah. the leader of the wolves. He's essentially stalling. His orders. But just if one person my, to send a message. That's a good leader. He's sending messages. If you get in my messages. way, I'll kill you. So that's what, uh, that's what we should do in our government. Just just kill you know the mayor because his town's acting out a little bit. That put that mayor down in there. Cleveland's not going to act up anymore. Where's the problem in that? So then how do you two would use your pick to go against Jafar? 
Because I need some more uh, support from Tapar, because I'm not hearing much now. More well, I want to hear more out of John about right, Tapar. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta limit our time. Let's throw. Yeah, yeah. I need it. this one's tough for me. This one's okay. actually okay. tough. Okay, I will say um, Doctor Facilier is the better of the villains because he does use his magical help. He does actually change and alter the course for these two little froggies. These people froggies. He also kills Ray. Don't forget how heart wrenching that was. Mm-hmm. Like to actually kill the defenseless little firefly. That was, everybody loves. That yeah, was everyone loved it. <laughs> and fly. so, in order to bring that all back, to use to be unique in his own right of villains that do not have like to be the first of the kind using voodoo. I think he set a standard. All right, and for mine, I'm gonna. I'm going to lean on what I was saying in the last part. Mm. Is basically he is the villainous Mufasa. He's literally Mufasa, but as a bad guy. I mean, can you think, can that sentence be any cooler? No, I really can't. Can you reach any he's, farther? <laughs> <laughs> he's, he, you're right, you don't see him often because he, he, the legend of him is enough to fear you into your place. He has minions, yes, and they're very effective, far more effective than most minions, more than Iago. And uh, Iago is cute. Uh, Iago is awesome. But I'm just saying that the his presence goes far beyond rather than just seeing him is knowing that he's there. He's he's a villain that he's a true villain. He is actually something that strikes fear. Okay. And then in Jafar. I need some more. Just give me a little bit. Uh, Jafar's cool. <laughs> Great. <No>. So, uh, <laughs> um, so you see, I mean, Jafar, if Aladdin hadn't gotten the magic lamp or if Aladdin wasn't involved, Jafar would have been successful. Jafar would have, he had control of the Sultan and would have eventually taken the kingdom. And when he gets the lamp, you know, gives himself all power so he can control the kingdom. But yeah. with Aladdin and all his uh, shenanigans, he kind of ruins, ruins the plan. Yeah. But, uh, like, not only is he doing good by taking power away from this foolish sultan, but he's also a good villain because, I mean, he makes for a good movie. He does a good job at what he's trying to do. I just want to pose one question because you said that, that, um, that, you know, if Aladdin was trying to do good for the whatever, for the people, one of his first wishes would have been to feed the people. Mm-hmm. Jafar's first wishes were very selfish. He was in the middle of a battle, though. He only had power briefly. He didn't. No, he sent Aladdin away real quick. But he did. His biggest threat. <laughs> yeah. Mm. One thing that so might be clouding our mind, by, I want to throw this out, by power. is me yeah. and Sarah both read a book about what if Jafar had gotten the lamp. So that mm-hmm. might be kind of clouding our judgment of him, mm-hmm. too, because we kind of know what it would look like if he ran that's, that's the whole true. place. That was all non-Disney, wasn't it? It was, uh, it was, it was, it was actually Disney-published. Mm-hmm. It wasn't very good. It was a terrible book. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Liz, but you're done. <laughs> Liz, we can't read your cool. books anymore. Also, Jafar had that really cool staff with the snake eyes in it that he yeah. used to control yeah. the Sultan. That's To me, I'm surprised you haven't brought that up more, because that, to me, is... That's a good argument for why I don't want to share contrary witness, but that might be why the Sultan was such an idiot. Hmm. He was an idiot because he was being manipulated. Yeah, because the whole time like, he was he was being placated by the guy who really was ruling ruling the. I think he was a fool even when he was like not affected by that though. You have zero evidence of that. But I mean, like, because when he when he gets hypnotized by the by the staff by the serpent head staff or whatever. <laughs> but well, they don't. That's what I'm saying is they don't say ever say that he's not that way. He could be like he could be like. The Sultan's just a figurehead. I need your name. Then he puts uh, him in a room with toys, and then he keeps him there. Uh, and like then while he's actually good. ruling the, um, the say, I'm not going to argue for you. Uh, Damn, I wanted. To, I don't know. I guess I just wanted to hear like you need a coin, <laughs> Jafar to be like the uh, how he was successful in ways of owning the land, becoming the powerful genie, and stuff like that. Um, but in Sarah's argument, I did hear ways on the, how he was successful. I like. Shere Khan to me was never successful in anything in the movie, but just like he strikes fear in you. But he was successful. I won't keep arguing. He was successful. In Sarah's argument, we did hear like, oh, he did kill the firefly. He like did things in the movie that made him to get certain things. Mm -hmm. So I think I'm going to do Dr. Facilia on that one. Mm -hmm. Wow. I I can't believe number four was like the longest one for me. But that's how, that's what, that's Now let's go over why we do this in this order because you keep forgetting. (laughs) It's easy to figure out your favorite one, but then to make sure that yours gets on the list, that's a bigger argument. Yeah. 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 
How do you even spell his name? You don't. <laughs> you can put Voodoo Doc- Doctor. Voodoo Doctor. That's his other name. Oh, never uh, Dr. Facilia is actually my name on the Witch Doctor for Diablo 3. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a friend on the other side is what it should be called. That'd be cool. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I love that song. All right, number five. Let me hear uh, Sarah's. Okay, I'm going to invoke the Tiana rule. All right. And bring back Hades. Oh, oh. oh I'm sure tough. you have a lot more to debate. We have two Tiana with love, and it's the fifth one. It's the only time it can happen, but yeah. go ahead. Yeah. All right, who's next? Uh, Hades. So, first of all, ruler of the underworld. Mm-hmm. He is that way because he was cast out by his brother Zeus. And so what Hades did was he wanted to regain power, so he brought in those three ladies with the all-seeing eye. They said, hey, in this many years... Your nephew is going to come and he's going to take things over. So he said, all right, I'm going to nip this in the bud. I'm going to go and give him some poison, make him mortal, my nephew, and then kill him. Mm -hmm. Kind of messed up. Yeah. But if we want to go back to what Scar did, he, you know, killed his own blood. So Mm -hmm. Hades is doing the same. Mm -hmm. Um, So where is Hades? One was successful. One wasn't. Okay. This is my minute. This is my minute. (laughs) Um, So Hades, what he did was once he realized that his nephew was still alive, he invoked a series of tests and little things to get in his ways. Um, to go ahead and prevent and kill his nephew. Okay, all right. Frank? This is insanely hard, because mm-hmm. both Hades and Jafar are on my list. Right. They're both awesome. Like, and, I, and I always have liked Greek mythology, so I like that one a lot. But Jafar needs to be in the top five villains list for Disney. It oh, needs to be. Oh. So I'm, gonna, I'm going for that. Okay. Man. All right, here we go. So... Jafar, his manipulation is the best of all of them. He's easily the best manipulator of all of them because he has a tool to like force his manipulation. That's something that other villains don't have. And I believe that he was keeping the Sultan at bay just so that he can control through the Sultan. And then when he saw that that wasn't enough, he actually decided to make his move. He wanted to do it legally by marrying J- Jasmine. He had to kind of move, maneuver way around that because Jasmine was wild card. And Aladdin was the wild card. And so then when he sees everything he does is reactionary. So when he sees that that wasn't that was going to work, he goes and he goes for the uh, for the uh, the genie. Then he sees that Aladdin gets the genie. So then he goes and he, he's always doing something to react to the problem. He's quick. He's fast. He's always moving. He actually succeeds in ruling uh, the kingdom. When he sees that there's a problem with it, that's when he makes the next step to become the sorcerer, become a genie himself. And even at, even at that level, he's still, you know... A great villain. He comes in on the sequel. We see him come back. He's one of the only oh, villains that we actually see come back. You're gonna kill yourself bringing up a sequel. But that's a whole other thing. I'm not necessarily bringing up. <laughs> he was successful. He's he's one of the few every few villains that was successful. And I love the fact that while the other ones have big plans, he also has big plans. The other ones don't have very good reaction, and he is all about his reactions. Yeah. He's constantly developing his plan to react to what the the wild cards are, which yeah. is Aladdin and his genie and, and Jasmine being yeah. smarter than you think. Okay. Okay, John. So I'm going to go with Jafar too. And right, right. I'm not going to go into major depth because I already debated about him a lot. Frank threw in a lot. But I want to remind you what a great manipulator he was when he was in the prison cell. Oh, You remember nice. that? It was like in the beginning of the movie. No staff. He's he's the little old rickety man that's talking to Aladdin in the prison cell Damn. trying to get that Damn. lamb. Yeah. <laughs> and he, like, you, yeah. like, what kind of Houdini is that? I couldn't yeah. imagine that was him. And then, you know, all of a sudden he pops out and, oh, shoot, that's, uh, that's Jafar. So very good manipulator. It it, well, it, yeah, well, in his uh, magic or whatever. I didn't want to bring something up, but I want to at the same time. He's uh, creating illusions. I want to bring up how many Cooking people? Coach. How many people did he sacrifice also to go to that tomb? The yeah, we saw one, but it could have been one. many. Yeah, it could have been. He could have been talking. He could have been just kept throwing in guys to down the worthy one. Yeah. And Aladdin could have just been the next one. Aladdin was really two birds with one stone because he's like, I'm just going to throw another one down this yeah. <laughs> cave. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It would have been great if Aladdin went down there and saw like a pile of bones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's for the movie. <laughs> Um, oh, that's right. That's coming. Anyway, and uh, that would have been great, but he could have. He just needed to get rid of the threat too. He was a big threat because Jasmine was interested in him. Yeah. All yeah. right. 
Hades. Okay, I just want to say, going back to Master Manipulator, Meg. think of what he did with Meg. He did not need a staff or anything to manipulate Meg. Because he had mm. Meg under contract. Yeah. yeah, he had her under contract, but then when Sounds her like contract Ursula. was done... It was her own personal greed. Yeah, <laughs> when her contract was done, though, he still brought her along because she was like, hey, I do not want to hurt Hercules. And he was like, no, no, baby girl, let me tell you a story. And he manipulated her. And then when Meg was in trouble, he manipulated Hercules to give up all of his powers mm. to save the one he loved. Hercules so, was easy to manipulate. Like, I love Hercules, but he's a little dumb. Okay, but yeah, we're talking about was. manipulation, and he did it with both the key elements that he needed to manipulate. I mean, Aladdin is a bum. I mean, it won't be hard to manipulate him to go to the Cave of Wonders. Yeah, so. Aladdin wanted well, prize he, and power. At, the, at that time, granted, at that time was the best time to manipulate Aladdin, because it was literally, I can get you out of this prison cell where you're yeah. about to be killed tomorrow. Yeah. Like, okay, fair enough. But the idea of him being able to control the entire kingdom, like, he is a he's a level of villain but that, he didn't. We could, he never controlled the entire kingdom. He always has. The Sultan was useless. He was but you always don't know that. in control of that. You don't know right. that. You don't know that he was... Who, who, because if who he, did the guards answer to? That tells you right there. The guards, yeah, the guards, the guards answer, only answered who pays the, the bills. Were the guards the under control of the staff? And that's the other questions. Mm. Because it wasn't Even if they were. Never seen so those if, eyes, think about it, though. Why well, would Jafar want all of that power... If he already had it by manipulating the Sultan the whole time, why would you go ahead and continually fight for something you already because have? Because he's trying to purify it and he's trying to, he can't, so he could, he can, he could control the Sultan through the Sultan, right? Mm-hmm. But he can't necessarily tell the Sultan, he can't necessarily tell the people what to do. He needs to be able to purify that, that, that leadership. But, so he has to eventually, and that's why he tries to do it legit by, by marrying Jasmine. And he did get approval to marry Jasmine from the Sultan because right. the Sultan's like, yeah, that's a great idea. And then that's when Aladdin mm-hmm. came in. And Jasmine was a little uppity. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jasmine, she she you know played what, hard you know to what get. Decade. This is Jasmine. <laughs> yeah. You're not supposed to be having no, rice yet. No, your role. Um, you don't get to so vote for another three hundred years. Hades essentially was a great car salesman. He said, "Hey, Hercules, you want to get your girl back? Give up your uh, give up your god status." Mm-hmm. And so that's when Hercules or Hades got Hercules. To give up his one right, his birthright, to be with his dad, which was Hercules' goal the whole entire movie, but was to earn his spot. Yeah, it failed, but Jafar failed as well. Yeah. So there was failures on both ends. They both. I mean, let's let's be honest. Villains were are always failures. That's, that's some nonsense. They should be winning. A <laughs> terrible yeah, Let them win once. Yeah. <laughs> but if Jafar is just a great manipulator, well, so is Hades. They're both great manipulators, but you got to see what the tools they're working with. Jafar is working with far less than Hades is. Yeah, and 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 their targets are far Hades weaker is versus a god. The, Jafar is a yeah, man. Yeah, which puts him above. There's which gives him Jafar more is a it's man easier, easier who gains me. magic through spells. I mean, like hard, hard, hardcore magic, right? And then he manipulates an entire city. And no, who there's no proof terrain. that he manipulated the city. Like I said, <laughs> when the guards have an issue, the guards report to Jafar, not to the Sultan. We've but never seen him go to the But necessarily mean the city. He has the power and he has the right because he's already manipulating the Sultan he, with the staff. I mean, he is whereas, the top advisor. He is, he's, whereas Hades doesn't want that. He wants to rule the heavens and the cosmos. So he literally only needs... Just because you manipulate more people doesn't mean anything greater. It means what is going to get you to your end goal. Two people? All right. That's my end goal. I'm going to attack it, which he did. Once he found out that his plan was done, he he had a contingency plan already ready to stop Hercules. Mm -hmm. And so that is where Hades... Being a god, not being where he wanted to be, was like, what can I do to continually achieve my goal? The problem with Hades, though, is is he is a god, right? He's one of three of the most powerful brothers that exist at this time. The only thing stronger than them were, in this story, the titans that they had locked up. And so all he does is he releases the titans. Let's, I mean, let's look at what he actually gets accomplished. He releases yeah. the titans out of jail. To go fight people that have already beaten them. So it's just like round two. Okay. So yeah. But they did he, not encounter Hercules. And he can't control the Titans. He's just starting chaos. He's just starting chaos, chaos, right? Yeah. So he's not actually being that effective that way. Yeah. He creates monsters that literally just increase Hercules' fame. Yeah. So the only successful thing he actually gets done that like actually turns into anything. No, I'm sorry. I was about to. I'm wrong. I was about to say that he convinces Hercules to stay out of the fight for a day. 
But mm. that doesn't even work that because he ends up harming Meg. Yeah. So he is so ineffective at everything he does mm-hmm. that he's a bumbling idiot that I actually love. He's in my top five. <laughs> <laughs> but, but Don't get me wrong, Hades. But yeah. he's... I mean, James Wood is phenomenal Amazing. voice acting. Yeah. But he's a bumbling idiot that, that had too much power and in that too much power was able to become a villain. But same... Same with Jafar. You can always... He's such a not a bumbling idiot. No, he not a bumbling idiot. He does things. But what I will... Like, he successfully does something, but every time he was a failure. Hades thought he was successful as well. What's funny about both these characters, they actually do have the wild card that came in. He did not yeah. plan for Hercules and literally was told about Hercules. That's, I mean, I love them He both. had his villainous plan. So, so Hades' villainous plans was in place for millennia mm-hmm. and then then he found out that there's this guy that might come along that will come along and stop him so he, that's why he's a villain yeah. but for Jafar he had this his street rat that like literally wasn't in the equation mm-hmm. added him to the equation he's like oh shit now there's got this variable that's crazy and one big one notable difference at least is their henchmen too Iago isn't trusted with a whole lot he does some stuff here and there yeah. but Pain and Panic are oh, trusted with them. stopping Hercules from the day one when it was easy yeah. and they failed so if, if uh, Hades had entrusted that responsibility and somebody more more responsible, more able to do that... Meg, yeah, should've, he should have he yeah, gave more responsibility else, to Meg. Then he wouldn't have had to fight Hercules. If he, had told, if he had told Meg earlier on just to kill him, yeah. he would have the job would have been done. If yeah. it was down at that little pond where she was at and he yeah. came up and she just says, oh, here's a dagger to your throat. <laughs> the job would have been so done so fast. But, but he, was still, he was trying to... Pull. He was still God's at that point, so she would have had to poison him yeah, because he still had that drop. that little drop yeah, that he did. Yeah, yeah. Do so, uh, okay. his mouth while he's sleeping. And okay, all right. What do you think, boss? So, um, I was wanting to hear certain things about Hades. Was things that he did to Hercules besides just manipulating? Because that's all I got out of their argument. Besides, like sending out the Titans, like Frank said. So I can't give you credit for that. Or uh, <laughs> giving, giving monsters to fight Hercules himself. Awesome. But we have Maleficent as number one. What is the male version of Maleficent? It's Jafar, one hundred percent. Jafar, yeah, one hundred percent. So Even I got he turns into a serpent. I got. You're right. Dang, I forgot about yeah. the part. Yeah, I was thinking about the genie too much, but yeah, you're right. But um, I think what I got with Jafar was pretty much everything. Finally, was that the successful parts that he did, even though the outcome wasn't successful, but um, in certain things of how he, what he did. To try to get to his goal. Was right. becoming the genie, mm-hmm. he got the lamp, then he turned into a serpent. It was, it was a series of successes that at the end it didn't work. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Matter, matter of fact, his downfall was a success. Yeah. Him becoming the genie was yeah. his downfall, yeah. but that was actually yeah. a success. So now you got, you were talking about your manipulations and all that stuff, but you also got like the physical things he had to do to um, get that or whatever, on, like unleashing the titans and um, the monsters or whatever. So I'm going to go with Jafar on this, because if we're going to have right. Maleficent, yeah. Jafar is literally like the next, like the well, duo combos, Jafar and Maleficent together to me. Which is funny, because you think about Ursula, the male counterpart for Ursula is Hades. Woof. Wow, oh my man. god, yeah. pretty good. Yeah, I guess so, yeah. Alright, somebody yeah. out there who's really good at the fan fiction, I want to see oh, some like, cool duos yeah. here. Some, some well, I think we should do duos. I bet you if we were actually yeah. watching Defen- Descendants or whatever, the villain's oh, face, yeah. I bet you there's something in there, because you think about it. Maleficent and Jafar literally are the same. They have the same build. They're both long and slender yeah. Yeah, and whatever. Yeah. And, and then they both you have carry themselves in yeah, elegant they're ways very and, yeah. elegant, mm-hmm. and they're both well respected in the villain community. And wow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then yeah. you have Ursula, whose male counterpart <laughs> is Hercules or Hades. Yeah, and but you have to think they're both drunk. All the time. Like, both, that is Get your... them two at a table for this <laughs> yeah. yeah. Them two would be hilarious. Hades would be with. the fun uncle. Yeah, yeah. because oh Hades God. is like a smooth, fast talker car salesman. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I'm here, Ursula. I'm here that to sell is. this. And, and they, they yeah. both just make fair contracts. Yeah, like, and they yeah. both do. Yeah, so they wow. are, it's funny because they are the which counterparts. Is the, which is the devil stereotype. Like, it's, yeah. it's literally the portraying the devil. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Huh. So, yeah. And, yeah. That's cool. And then the other guys are portraying people that you, like, wouldn't want to see in the back out yeah. kind of thing. Like, they're shady people. Yeah. One thing that I find interesting is, as we're talking about villains, we really brought up manipulation a lot. Like, that mm-hmm. seemed to be a key thing. And yeah. we're looking back at a lot of them, like, all of them had a level of manipulation in them. Yeah. And the weaker ones had less. Like, Gaston was just like, I'm cool, guys. Follow the quarterback. I'm strong. Yeah. 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 I'm good at was it what's the thing he's good at like gesturating or some random things uh, kind yeah of dumb things but that's another podcast we could do is the top five worst uh, Disney yeah. villains I know we're gonna we're probably gonna bring in worst versus did really well for us we're gonna bring some yeah, more verses in cool. which that was yeah, a squeaks yeah. idea probably the last time he was on the other side. yeah if you guys <laughs> haven't heard that listen to it I liked it I was laughing the whole time <laughs> yeah 
Uh, honorable mentions, though. I want to bring yeah, some out. Yeah, let's get honorable mentions in. What um, you got? I got Frollo from Hunchback Notre Dame. Love that. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, yeah. But I also threw in Ernesto because he did have to kill his from partner Coco. from Coco. He did have to kill his uh, friend or his partner oh, or whatever. And that hit me too when I found fortune. out about yeah. that. What a, one of the best Disney spins in my life. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. my gosh, I didn't even think they could do something like that. What a good villain. I didn't yeah. even think about him. Yeah. And I love Coco. Because like, yeah. you don't know he's the villain until yeah. the end. You're Which like, is, what? Yeah. <laughs> so it's kind of like that Mufasa thing where he killed like a loved one to get some fortune of fame. Yeah. Well, because he wanted to leave, whatever. Yeah. So, that was my two honorable mentions though uh, my honorable mentions Captain Hook and yeah. one thing that's hard about this is I love Captain Hook as just a character and everything yeah. and so a lot of times when I love Captain Hook I keep thinking of Hook <laughs> the movie Hook oh, by Steven Spielberg because yeah, yeah. that's Dustin Hoffman is a really good role um, but yeah Captain Hook's really cool and I like how and uh, all the other side stories you hear about how like they, him and Peter Pan used to be friends or whatever you know so there's a lot of cool stuff out there yeah, yeah. any other uh, I just want to mention Sean Yu. He was on my top five, but Sean Yu from yeah. Milan. Yeah, yeah. Was, uh, was a good one, yeah. yeah he, he led an army to, you know, breach the wall of China, nearly yeah. took over. That would have been hard to argue, though, because I feel like there wasn't too much from him. He but it's based out of history. Like, yeah. He nearly yeah. conquered China, True. the biggest yeah. nation of the of the world at the time. So, yeah. like, that's pretty effective. So, you know the book series that we read that one about? Yeah, they Japan? have. So, for the one from Milan, do you know how that yeah, one starts off? Mm-mm. Where... It's the guy that kills or that stops Sean Liu and stuff like that, and oh. so she's yeah. So it starts from there. I know it's kind of tempting. It's like I don't like the writer, but that's a tempting story. <laughs> Is it the same writer? Same yeah, writer. same writer. Uh, uh, no Hopper from Bugs Life. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, he's good. Mm-hmm. He's a he's good, good one. I think was that also Adam Woods? No, was, I thought it was somebody. No, was it Gene Hackman? I always get ants in that mix up. Which Gene oh, Hackman yeah. was the ants villain. So good. Mm-hmm. Hopper yeah. and then... Our Google over is not even touching his phone. Oh, sorry. <laughs> That's <laughs> one. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I really didn't have to Google much. Oh, Kevin Spacey. This one. Kevin Spacey? Oh, oof. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he did Hopper, huh? Frank Underwood. Ah, yeah. So good. Yeah. Oh, Frank Underwood. That'd be yeah, a busy yeah. one. Anyways, so, all right, guys. Thank you very much for uh, listening. Make sure you guys well, we check out... recap our five? Oh, yeah. That's oh, a good yeah, call. Yeah. So number five is Jafar. Number four is Voodoo Doctor named... Dr. Dr. Facilier. Good job. Three is Scar. Two, Ursula. Number one, Maleficent. That's what that messed up letters are. Maleficent. <laughs> nice. um, but yeah, thank you guys for joining us. Um, make sure you guys check out our Red our Red Bubble store. Right now we have a Squeak shirt. At the end of this month, we will have a Frank shirt. Squeak shirt available right now? Yeah, I told you. The Squeak shirt. Oh, uh, yeah, I didn't know it was fully available when you... Yeah, dude, it's, all, it's been up there for a while now. I gotta buy that. It's hot on my face. Of course I gotta buy <laughs> that. <laughs> um, we also have a bunch of other top five stuff. Makes great Christmas gifts. And, um, yeah, that's about it. We have the Instagram's really hopping right now. Twitter's doing pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Facebook's dying off because I'm so bad about Facebook. Are we going to record a Christmas special soon? Should we do a Christmas episode? We will. Mm-hmm. We'll do top five probably Christmas movies. And Oh, man. I've got that's my number one, be... and y'all don't pick it. We're going to have an issue. I'm going to bring a small bet for that one. Yeah. We'll <laughs> We're going to fight over Christmas movies. <laughs> right. It's, it's going to be intense. Oh, yeah. man, we should do that. Yeah. Christmas I'm down. Uh, yeah, any other topics you guys hit us up and we will make sure to do them. They go into the they yeah, go into yes. the Tupperware of topics mm-hmm. and we'll get them done. Alright, thanks guys for joining. Bye. 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 Thanks for listening to the top five. You can find us all over social media. We're on Facebook at the Top Five Podcast, on Twitter at the Top Five Cast. We've got a website, thetop5podcast.com. We've got Patreon and Redbubble. We'll have uh, those in the description. If you have any suggestions, hit us up on one of the social medias. Please give us a good rating on iTunes. We appreciate it. Thank you so much. See you later.